Welcome to the Amherst Wesleyan Church Sermon Podcast. So we're continuing our series on mental health today. And mental health has to do with mentality or mind primarily, right? But have you ever noticed how when you don't get enough sleep or exercise, you end up just feeling bleh? I'm not really sure how else to describe it other than bleh. Like it's hard to, it's hard to think straight. It's hard to process information. You lose your, uh, your motivation, which has to do with your mind, but somehow not having exercise, not having fresh air, and not sleeping well, which has to do with your physical body, affects, affects your mind. Have you ever noticed how when something in your life isn't right, you've got a, an addiction or a bad habit, or you know you've done something that you shouldn't have done, or you've hurt somebody, and or you've you've gone away from what God wants for you to do, and you have sin in your life, or um, you are overwhelmed by guilt from your past, and you feel ashamed for the things that you've done and the things that you've said, and you have that weighing on you, and that ends up filling you with fear and anxiety and depression and leaving you feeling insecure, which is a lot to do with your mind. Have you ever experienced uh, a a breakup or maybe the loss of a loved one or a loss of a job or or something like that where it it really feels like something important is missing or something has been broken and and it really messes with your heart. It messes with your emotions. But it also messes with your ability to think clearly and everything just kind of gets cloudy and you you try to go to work and you try to do what you're supposed to do and you just you can't it's just it it won't process the 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 things won't go from here to here and you're just stuck and you feel any any kind of little thing happens and all of a sudden you're overwhelmed and it it might be just a math problem it may be something small at work where it's just a small problem you got to solve but because your heart is broken, it just, you can't process it. Or, or maybe you've, you've been in the place where you have, you have had mental health struggles or um, you're just trying to deal with a little bit of anxiety, a little bit of worry, and you're like, okay, I just gotta, I gotta think my way out of this. I gotta think harder, I gotta try harder, and you think through all the logical steps. And you can sit down and you can say, logically, this makes no sense. I should not be worried about this. I shouldn't be concerned about this. This should not be taking up time and energy for my life. And you think and you think and you think and you think really hard. And it doesn't change a thing. And so you even put your mind at work to affect your mental health and it's not affecting your mental health in any positive way. How is this? How does this work? How how does this make sense that we're talking about mental health but it's your, your body and your emotions and your mind and your spirit that all seem to have an effect 
on the mental health aspect. How does that work? Why is that? Well, I think I think Jesus um, Jesus understood this uh, years and years and years ago, two thousand years ago, when Jesus was doing his ministry and in person going around and dealing with people. I think he understood these dynamics. I think he understood people better than than anybody else. Uh, ever has and he understood how we work and how our minds work and how our bodies work and how we as people work and one day uh, there was there were some people that were questioning him asking him hard questions and they end up saying hey Jesus what do you think the most important thing for us to do is what do you think the the first commandment is or the 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 most important commandment is what is the out of everything that we should be doing what is the one primary thing that we should be doing and this is his answer he says love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind and with all your strength that's Matt that's Mark chapter 12 verse 30 let me read it again love the Lord your God with all your heart with all your soul with all your mind, with all your strength. Now, when the other gospel writers um, share this story, some of them don't even include mind in in their quote, which tells me a, a few things. One, this tells me that Jesus is not concerned about this spiritual issue being simply just a spiritual issue, but he under, he's making the statement that for us as people, all these areas are mixed and mingled. And that it is important that all of them are involved in the direction of our lives. It also tells me that um, in at least the Jewish culture, they felt like the mind was made up so significantly of these other pieces that they may not have even considered the mind as a thing all by itself. But it was, it was made up of the physical and the spiritual and the emotional all working together. And so what I see from this is two things. I see one, that Jesus is making the point that mental, at least for us, he's making the point that, that the whole person needs to be involved in proper health and in proper direction. And for us, that means that mental health is not just about your head. It is about your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Okay? Mental health is not just about your head. It's about your heart, soul, mind, and strength. The other thing it tells me is that Jesus is giving us a clear path to make sure that we are healthy. And that is by making sure that we are aligned with God. Now, we'll get to that in a minute. How does this work? What am I talking about? How, how, what do I mean by it? mental health involves your heart, soul, mind, and strength? Well, when we look in the Bible, we see a number of different examples of people that had struggles, mental health struggles, in different types and different situations at different times. And we see how the heart, mind, soul, and strength all come into play with it. When we talked about Elijah... Uh, last week and we talked about how he had this great big victory and then he had this threat on his life and he was just totally drained emotionally. We saw how that emotional drain on him in 1 Kings 19 had an effect on him that, that left him depressed and suicidal. Um, when we talk about um, Jesus and the, and the possessed man who was, he was living in the wild and he was hurting himself and he was, he was crazed and he was violent 
we see that that was a spiritual issue, that he was actually possessed, and that the demons that were there tormenting him had an effect on his mind. When we talk about, um, when we go to the book of the Psalms and the Proverbs, and we read all these poems from the Old Testament about people that are pouring out their hearts and pouring out their anxieties. For a couple of examples, you can look at Psalm 77 and even Psalm 139, verse 23. You see how people have these mental uh, worries and ideas and these problems that they're facing. And you see how that pours out and affects their mental health, and they're crying out to God about it. When we look even at Jesus himself, when he's at one point in uh, Matthew chapter 4, it has a story about him being in the desert and him being tempted directly by Satan. And we don't hear much about him being tempted in a lot of other areas of, of the Gospels, but we have the situation, and, but it also says in that story that he was in the desert and he was fasting, for 40 days and 40 nights. That means he wasn't eating. And so he was hungry. And because of that physical state, he was more vulnerable. He didn't give in to the temptation, but that temptation and that burden were on him primarily because he was, he was in this state of physical exhaustion and need. And so we have examples of emotional basis, and we have examples of spiritual basis, mental basis, and physical, uh, physical basis for these mental health struggles. Heart, soul, mind, and strength. Now, so it all works together. It all comes together and it's all part of our mental health. Mental health is not just about your head. It's about your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Now, so this works, let me give you this illustration. This works a, a bit like a car, okay? So in a car, we have all these different parts, and if you don't have all the parts working properly, then your car just doesn't go. It's like, for example, this is, um, this is a brake line. Um, so it doesn't affect your steering, it doesn't affect your your acceler like your ability to go forward doesn't affect the rain falling on you it doesn't affect any of that this is just a brake line it's all by itself but if you take this one little brake line out and this isn't all the brake line this is just one little part you take this out all of a sudden your car doesn't work great because you can't stop or maybe you've got your brake line or maybe you don't but you don't have one of these this is a this is an accelerate accelerator the the gas pedal um, you may have a great brake line you may have all the other components you need it may be a luxury car but if you don't have this it is a wonderful uh, room it's just that's all it is it's just a really expensive room because you're not going anywhere or maybe maybe it's a situation where um, you're you're not you're missing one of these and you're not getting proper airflow into the car and all of a sudden when it's when you're trying to go someplace your engine's not getting the air it needs and all of a sudden then it starts breaking down and not running real well and you're getting horrible gas mileage or worst case it doesn't filter out the bad stuff and the bad stuff gets into the engine and then it starts to gunk it all up and seizes it that's just one part and what if what if you're not this isn't working this is, this is actually um, a, a computer that's in our cars. Um, 
if this thing doesn't work, then none of it. Like you may have great the great parts, brake lines, and accelerator, air filter. You might have all that. Your engine may be in great condition, but especially nowadays, if this thing ain't working, none of it works. And we have all these different parts of the car, but if the different parts aren't healthy, aren't there, aren't working right, then it affects everything else in the vehicle. The computer may be working great, but if you don't have good airflow and you don't have brake lines and you don't have an accelerator, then it doesn't matter. It's not working right. It's going to affect how the whole vehicle runs. And that's how we are as people, that it is our whole person that comes into play when we're talking about mental health. Because mental health is not just about your mind, it's about your heart, soul, mind, and strength. That's what Jesus is showing us. Now, he's not speaking directly about mental health in this passage, but that's what it shows us for this conversation. It shows us that he understands that we as people are made up of all these different pieces and all these pieces come into play. Now, he also gives us that solution. And that solution is to align ourselves more fully with Christ, with God, and follow him in all these parts to create better health. Now, I know for me... Um, in my own personal struggles and, and walk through uh, mental health and trying to st stay healthy is I've had, I've had to realize that it's not just about making sure that I'm in the Word of God or making sure that I'm thinking straight or making sure that I can logically process information. It's looking at through all the other pieces. Um, it's making sure that, especially in the wintertime when I'm not out in the sun a lot, that I'm getting a multivitamin. So I'm getting the vitamin D and I'm getting the iron I need. And it's making sure that I'm going to bed on time and getting the sleep that I, I need and figuring out, okay, how, where do I put a pillow and how do I make sure that I'm going to bed at the right time and that I'm, I'm not looking at my phone bef too much before bed so that I can actually wind down and sleep better and wake up rested. Um, it's a matter of making sure that I'm getting fresh air and that I'm going for walks and I'm working out. That's actually one of the things that I've figured out just recently is that I've been hoping to be able to get back to the gym or, or work out in some way and it just hasn't happened and so I've had to figure out a way. Also, gym equipment is super expensive now, at least the stuff that would fit in my house. Um, and so I've had to go out, find some bricks in my yard and stick them into buckets so I have something to work out with. Um, it's making sure that I have a proper time with Heidi and with the boys where I'm, I'm able to have positive relationships and I'm taking time uh, to go and sit on my deck with somebody at socially distanced to have those good conversations and have those good relationships and, and help process those emotions. Calling mom and dad and talking through some of these things and venting and, and being able to work through these things. Having good mentors to help me, help me share my emotions and process these emotions. It's, it's all these different pieces of my life are necessary for me to have effective, good mental health. It's not just the thinking. It's all these pieces together, the whole person that it is, my heart, my soul, my mind, and my strength. Now, what that means for us is that if you want to have the best whole health possible and this isn't this isn't the complete solution we're going to talk about other aspects through this month but in this journey of mental health and this mental health checkup 
we need to understand that a big part of it is making sure that we are healthy in our heart, soul, mind, and strength by aligning them with God. So, with our heart, that means that we are taking time for good relationships, healthy relationships, honest, mature, growing relationships that aren't based on what I can get out of it and how I can manipulate or use somebody else, but it's making sure that these are healthy relationships that are give and take and that help us to become more secure and more honest and real with each other. And, and that these relationships encourage us and help us to grow and challenge us too and help us to feel like we're not alone. It's making sure that we have um, a healthy soul and a whole healthy spirit. And that's making sure that when, when we have things in our lives, sin and things that we haven't confessed and things from our past or th things that we're doing now that we know God is calling us to get rid of or to start doing, that we need to actually follow through. And if he's calling you to do something, to talk to somebody or to change what you do or volunteer somewhere or to give something, then you need to be obedient in that. Or, or if it's something from your past that you've done something and you feel ashamed and guilty for it, you need to confess it. You need to confess it to God and you might even have to confess it to the people that it affects. Maybe it's asking for forgiveness or maybe it's forgiving somebody. Those are all necessary parts to have a healthy soul and healthy spirit. It means that when we're talking about our mind, it, we've got to have good conversations. We've got to have good learning. We've got to take time to learn and to be challenging our mind and not just be filling it with junk and just junk TV shows and junk music and, and junk scrolling. But we're actually having things that stimulate our minds and help us to think better and, and to learn and to grow and to know more and to have good conversations to be able to maybe even journal. Uh, to watch shows about good things and to help us learn. Uh, we need to have all those positive things and those valuable things going into our head because if we fill it with junk, then our head's going to be filled with junk. Um, and with our strength, uh, it means that we've got to get fresh air. We've got to eat better. We've got to have exercise. We've got to, and some of us can't exercise the way that we want to, but it's, it's a matter of stepping outside. It's maybe doing some jumping jacks or doing some stretches or, or walking up and down the stairs or, or anything, anything to get the body moving. Maybe it's just flapping your arms. I don't know. Um, but doing some sort of exercise, even if it's a little bit, that can make a huge difference in making sure that you're opening the windows and getting the fresh air in and that you're eating properly. All that affects your strength. And by making sure that we're doing all these things and aligning our lives with God and how we were designed to live, we will find that we have better health in our heart, soul, mind, and strength, and that affects our mental health. The reality is that if you improve these different areas of, our, of your life, you will find that you are becoming healthy in the other areas of your life. The more healthy you are physically, the more potential there is for health in your heart, soul, and mind. And that's the same with all the other pieces. The healthier you are in your spirit, the healthier, more potential you have for good health in your heart, mind, and strength. And so it all has to all work together. And we have to look, go to the Bible and go to God and figure out what it is that He designed us to be and to do. And that will lead us along the path. And that, he's, that's the first primary thing that He tells us, the most important thing. 
for good health is to love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Because mental health isn't just about your head. It is about your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Thanks for listening and being part of our church and joining us in this journey to become down-to-earth people following Jesus in down-to-earth ways. Mm-hmm.